Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Understory podcast. Understory features innovators and innovative companies that are making our world more sustainable. We're very excited to have Lime Loop with us today, and specifically, we have Ashley Atlin, who is a CEO and co-founder, and Chantal Emmanuel, who is a CTO and co-founder of Lime Loop. Really excited to talk to you guys about what you're building, Ashley and Chantal.、Uh, please give us an introduction and how you met and how you started Lime Loop. Thank you for having us. We're thrilled to be here, and uh, really, uh, it was kind of a long journey of building、um, product companies, and then eventually, for me,、um, scaling up logistics, and that really started、uh, scaling a company in college, and then speak. Really sparked an interest and started exploring more of technology and how you could use that to really scale logistic companies and especially in the supply chain.、Um, as I started really doing more research on kind of the back end of e-commerce and the growth,、um, that's when I had come across this old reusable shipper that I had developed about ten years ago, ironically in a box as boxes were piling at my front door. And Chantal and I actually met. At,、um, at my last company,、um, Red Clay, where we were developing and optimizing supply chain for the front end、um, of logistics. And at that point, her and I really started talking more about how could we not only solve for single waste within the stream, but how could we also add layers of technology to really、um, optimize for retailers and a growing e-commerce economy. Hey, and Chantal here.、Um, so, as Ashley mentioned, my background is in technology, and so actually, in a previous life,、um, straight out of college, I went into nonprofit, and that's really where I got the technology bug, and specifically leveraging technology to do really great work. And so, fast forward.、Um, I became a software engineer,、uh, full stack, and really looking for an opportunity to use technology to do more for the environment and to give back. And so it was really serendipitous,、um, as Ashley and I were talking about Lime Loop and kind of the use case for it, how it pulls together those two things that I love to work with the most. Great. So the mission of Lime Loop is data-driven logistics without the waste. Can you share more about how you're using data and technology working with your customers? To drive、uh, reverse logistics in a sustainable ma- manner. So, at a high level, what we're really doing is eliminating all those packages piling at your front door and replacing those with、uh, reusables.、Um, but knowing that the package can last、um, over 200 times, we knew that we could start to make it more sophisticated in a lot of ways. A smart shipper by adding a sensor into those and really adding visibility into the supply chain that hadn't really been seen by retailers, and really impacting not only、um, on the environmental side. But also on the economic side as well,、um, but that definitely sits in Chantal's wheelhouse. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that data infrastructure. Yeah, so it's really interesting when people learn about us.、Um, the first thought, obviously, is that we're a packaging company, and of course, that is a big part of what we do. But we you realize really quickly that you know packaging is just one part of it.、Um, I think especially with reusables, if you're not smart about how those packages. Flow through the systems,、um, it theoretically could actually be a worse impact on the environment. And so we really look at technology as a way to streamline the process of getting packages to and from. 
and then really taking advantage of the long life cycle of our packages to learn more about their journeys and their environment in and around themselves. And so, of course, of course you're not going to put a sensor inside of a package that you're going to throw away after one use. There's no ROI on that, and it's a, it's a really big waste issue. But our packages last over 200 times, so the idea of using sensors to learn things about, like, what's the temperature inside to make sure that the food and the pharmaceuticals you're shipping is, is arriving safely. Um, how many people have looked up where my package is because you've expected to have it delivered already and then all you find is a message that says it's out for delivery or it's, or it's um, left this depot. But what if you could actually look up and see exactly where your package is? Um, and porch piracy is a really big issue that we have, especially as um, more and more people are looking at online shopping as their predominant way of shopping. Um, and so things getting lost in or at the homes um, has been a really big issue and a really something that we can leverage technology to learn more about as well. Got it. So the current product you have, uh, so, so walk our audience through. So you have uh, a re- reusable package uh, that uh, consumers uh, will use. Uh, how does that work with the brands and their customers? And how do you facilitate uh, the turnaround of that? Um, and then we'll talk about software. And then I know you also talk about sensors and we'll talk about that next. Yeah, sounds good. So um, our customers today either rent the shippers or they purchase the shippers. And with that, that includes kind of that um, data infrastructure and the software to really be able to power their reuse program. Um, so kind of at a high level, um, if a brand rents those shippers from us, we ship those to their fulfillment center or wherever they fulfill their orders. And then from there, they pack it like a traditional package. But the one differentiator is they add a return label. So when that package does arrive to you, the customer, you can take out your goods, you can flip that label and then leave it for USPS to pick up. And then from there, it goes back to the brand's uh, fulfillment center, it's cleaned, and then it can be reused over and over again. Amazing. And Go ahead, Chantal. Yeah. So on the technology side, um, it's kind of two pronged, as you mentioned. So the software and the hardware. So on the hardware side, we have our sensors that go inside of each of the shipper, and that's tracking um, the temperature, the location, and the interaction with the, the package itself. And then on the other side, we have the software, which you can kind of think of it as an asset management tool. So it's a way for brands, the fulfillment center, and consumers to track their packages, um, to print out labels if they lost their label, uh, to see that environmental impact. And so it's a really great opportunity that the more you shop with Lime Loop brands, the more you start to see your savings as far as CO2, water, trees, and oil usage. Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is even when you have recycled packages and recycled boxes, it takes a lot of resources to to make that box again. And I think only about 30% of the cardboard that goes into a cardboard box is recycled, and then it can only be recycled about five to seven times. And so we wanted to make sure that the technology was gave you a really great insight into how much you're saving by, by switching to a reusable. Got it. So from a brand's perspective, I imagine that this can significantly reduce their uh, material costs for packaging. Is that something that you also observe? Yeah, so they can definitely um, save money on their package-to-package costs, but then, of course, also save um, as they get deeper into the data value add on things like return restock, um, starting to save on inventory loss, and then really starting to reduce a lot of those um, customer service calls of even just simply, you know, 
folks calling and asking, where is my package? Uh, and then on the environmental side, we're really seeing the savings, um, one, on the resource side. So even though you're recycling a package, which is even rare these days to be able to recycle one, if you do, you're still utilizing resources. Uh, it takes trees, water, and oil to upcycle those. Um, but the way it works today is most of those, if they do make it, they are sent abroad, and then they're upcycled, and then they're sent back to the U.S. So with that, that's an increase in emissions in that full stream. So utilizing um, a more uh, centralized system for reuse, you start to save up to 83% on emissions. Got it. Okay. So for the, so after 200 use of your, your the shipper uh, by the brand, what do they do with, with your packet, reusable package or what you call as the shipper? So all of the reusable packages are designed for cradle to cradle in a lot of perspectives. So at the end of life, being able to repair them or being able to upcycle the current materials that are used for the shipper themselves. Great. So for you talk about returns and, and some of the uh, increased ROI. So if, if I'm a customer of a particular brand, uh, if I, and I'm educated how to use Lime Loop uh, or as part of the Lime Loop process, I would turn the shipper around and uh, I would uh, either go to the postal office or the USPS would just pick up and the brand will get back the shipper and can use it again for other mm -hmm. customers. But if I have something I want to return, I can also use the same shipper or reusable package if you will and put the things i want to return back to the brand and and that could be used as well so in some ways you are if i'm under, understand correctly there is also opportunity here that lime loop is streamlining the returning process for a lot of these brands exactly Got it. Okay. Yeah. So it's and um, as we're seeing, especially with COVID and the rise of online shopping, is obviously then the the rise of returns, right? And yeah. And I think gone are the days that you can kind of try to avoid returns and and make it difficult to to kind of get that as a way to save costs. Because what we've seen study after study is that the easier a brand makes returns for consumers, the more likely they are to shop with you again. And in fact, most consumers even check the return policy before they even make a purchase. And so in that way, Limeloop becomes really instrumental in not only making that easier, but to continue to reduce the use of single-use packaging to do that. Because once you rip open that box, most likely what you would then do is go find another box to make that return. And now the Limeloop package just becomes a really easy way to do that. Um, right at your fingertips yeah so let's talk about the environmental impact uh, you mentioned that before and uh, it is top of mind for a lot of retailers and brands and also consumers so what are some of the metrics that you show brands and or show uh, consumers of the environmental impact of one package or multiple packages what, what's the view that you show them yeah, so at a high level, it's kind of similar to what I was talking about before. It's um, kind of twofold, the emission savings and the resource savings. But we're really going even deeper 
deeper into the root of the problem of talking about, well, if you are able to recycle um, an old corrugated cardboard, then um, that can only really be recycled about five times. And uh, you, you go even deeper with um, policies that went into place a couple of years ago, like the SWORD policy, where um, China started eliminating the types of goods that they would come over abroad to actually recycle. Um, a lot of those goods are now being sent to the landfill because a lot of the infrastructure within the U.S. wasn't set up for that kind of impact. And then you layer on that we're also seeing a growth rapid growth in e-commerce is that that growth is also leading to a, a higher impact in the poly mailers, which generally usually aren't recycled, and then also the impact of all the OCC. And a lot of uh, recycling centers throughout this full process have had to shut down their facilities and actually move a lot of it to the landfill. So why we look at it at that kind of higher level of the emissions and resources, we're getting a lot deeper into the root of the problems and, and how we talk about that to brands and then how brands can eventually communicate that in a really smart way to their customer as well. Great. So with the, with the customer you're working with, it seems like this should be a no-brainer. Uh, it's easy, it's intuitive, people can flip something over, send it back. <laughs> what has been your experience talking to brands uh, like what might be some of the barriers that they adopt something like this? Because I'm still getting lots of cardboard boxes. I'm still getting a lot of plastic packages. What, yeah. what has been the barriers? Yeah, I think something to think about is the first retail store, Brooks Brothers, was established 150 years ago. So when you think about that, we have a full retail system of how logistics work, how packages are shipped that are instilled into our system. And now in within, you know, 10 years and with even the last year where we have grown from, you know, in 90 days, we've grown a 10-year infrastructure of e-commerce that um, the systems weren't developed for it. So when you start to break down a lot of layers, they are developed for, in some ways, a recycling system, but not necessarily reuse. So that's where we really see the power of the technology and being able to break down a lot of those barriers and being able to, in a way, power these reuse programs that really start to bring it to scale within any infrastructure of any retailer um, we're potentially working with. Great. So can you share some of the customers that you're working with? So we're really excited to announce um, this summer we'll be working with one of the largest um, retailers in the U.S. Um, so when you kind of you know, order your is online, being able to get those within a couple of hours in a reusable tote. And then we work with, you know, really cool brands like Toad & Co, um, who've had sustainability in their mission uh, from the beginning, you know, 20 years. And so this was this really nice last piece to really fulfill that kind of full circle um, impact in how they really do business. Uh, and then working small businesses all the way up to larger ones, and that ranges from apparel um, to body care, and then we're expanding into grocery, and then also eventually delicates as well. Okay. And uh, from a business model perspective, it seems like for the brands, there is initial investments to purchase the shippers, the, the sensors, which come with the shippers, uh, I presume, and, and uh, depends on their volume, they, they can buy more. And that's more of a kind of a capital investment, if you will. But then on the data analytics side, uh, you guys are kind of a subscri software subscription model. Is that correct? 
So it works twofold. You can also have the option to subscribe to the shippers and it's okay. based on how many you're actually renting. So it really allows for anyone to even, you know, be paying $20 a month to start up their program all the way to larger companies who do prefer to purchase the shippers and make more of that capital investment to see that, you know, quicker ROI uh, month over month. So we really set it up in a way to where um, as the smallest company all the way to the largest can implement a reuse uh, system for their products. Great. So one of the things that uh, I noticed is that you guys are raising on WeFunder. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Have you hit your goals or are you still, people are still able to go and uh, crowdfunding uh, alongside you guys? We have exceeded our goal, but we are still Thank you. We're still allowing people to invest. Um, so you can definitely join us and learn more by going to WeFunder um, at the Lime or WeFunder.com Lime Loop. And um, there there's more information about our growth to date and what we're working on. And you can invest as uh, little as $100 um, up to as much as you prefer. But it's a great way to really be a part of the impact and the change and the growth we're really hoping to see. And if I, if you don't mind my asking, um, did you guys want it to do crowdfunding just to get more of maybe the retail investors who are really passionate about what you're doing to participate or um, have you guys gotten venture funding? So we've had both. Um, okay. We felt this was an excellent opportunity to really expand and allow those who have always been interested in what we're up to, to be a part of the company and a part of that change. Because we really see where this starts to make the largest impact is when we can scale and everyone understands how reuse works. And then we'll start to really see that shift. So the more people we can educate, the more people we have involved, the quicker we'll get to that bigger solution. I love that. Well, Ashley and Chantel, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really fascinating to see what you're building and uh, super cool. Well, thank you for having us and we look forward to you following along. Thank you.